can you believe that we are going to talk about Master Urban's book, The Karate Dojo, again? Great book. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Say hi, guys. Hi, everyone. That was Landon. Hi, this is Jackie. Who are you, Sensei? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Sensei Michelle. Today, we are still with Paul and Lisa. Welcome, guys. Hi. Thanks for being here again. Thank you, Sensei. Our pleasure. So can you believe that we are going to talk about Master Urban's book, The Karate Dojo, again? Great book. I can believe it because the book is awesome. Making my way through it slowly. And I can believe it because the the book itself has a, a universal quality about it. I agree. But before we get into that part, I have a couple of listener mails to read. That's so that's exciting. pretty exciting. I know. One of them came from Sensei Mel. Oh. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Oh, Sensei. I just listened to your podcast regarding Master Fumio Demura. I thoroughly enjoyed the podcast. I personally met him oh. at the John Wayne Airport in Orange County, California. I modestly approached him for an autograph. He was very gracious and wrote down kanji characters addressed to me. I remember in 1971 when he wrote Nunchaka, Weapon of Self-Defense, it immediately went into a second printing. He was always flying off somewhere on the weekends, either to officiate or host a seminar. His students asked him why he never married, and he said his karate was his wife. He is truly a dedicated and unique exponent of karate from Sensei Mao. Very cool. Nice. So thanks for that. Give people a reason to go back and listen to the Demura episode. That one was great. Just recently, we did an episode on 365 Days of the Warrior by Master Collegian. Master Collegian was my teacher and many of our teacher. And it was also not long ago, his birthday. I mean, he passed away a few years back, but it would have been his 77th birthday. I got this from Sensei Robert. And he said, I believe Master Collegian would have been 77. May he rest in peace. His lore still continues with the loving group of quality persons he surrounded himself with. He was many different characters to many different people. But to me, he was a true warrior, a master instructor who embodied the living of a Zen-like life, working around what he could not change and being a prodigious producer of quality, reality, combative teachings and writings. I thank God daily for him being in my life. Amen. That's what he said. Isn't that cool? Very nice. So I want to thank those people and encourage people. Give us a holler. Us. You would make this podcast so dynamic. Yeah. I like to land into like exciting, dynamic. So get with the program. Get in touch, folks. All right. Back to the book, The Karate Dojo. On page 77, there's a short six-line adage. Some might call it a maxim. Anybody have another word for it? Urban poetry. Ooh, as in Peter Urban poetry. (laughs) And the first thing I'm going to do is to read the six lines. And I want you to do that for me, Sensei Jackie. I Sensei. Okay. A karate man in training is in karate. Strength comes from health. Speed comes from effort. Technique comes from experience. Willpower comes from faith. Serenity comes from old knowledge. And progress comes from new knowledge. Okay, so that right there is the essence of what we're going to try to talk about today. 
But I'm going to jump backwards to our last episode on the MMA. Yes. And say, when we were doing that, Cincy Jackie, you and I got to talking, didn't we? Yes, we did. What 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 were we talking about? Actually, I think it was even on the kickboxing episode, we talked about stories of how Peter Urban ran fights in New York when he was starting there. And he and his Goju guys would take all comers. Hmm. And just to be clear, take all comers means anybody can come in the ring and bout it out with them. Ooh, As the just... story was passed down to me, it happened in Times Square. But I have a feeling that that's not accurate and that that's more lore. So if you're out there and you have information about this, would you please get in touch? Us. That'd Nothing so would cool. make us happier than an interview with you. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, sensei. Awesome. Tell them how, Landon. You can contact us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo, our Facebook and Twitter, or Wildcat Dojo, our website, wildcatdojo.com, or send us an email at dojoconversations at aol.com. While I got you working over there, Landon, tell them what else have we touched on in the book, The Karate Dojo, that we've already done podcasts about? We talked about the 10 virtues. Exactly. We love that one. And we read the story of the Shaolin Monastery. Which we also love. Us. <laughs> did you hear either one of those? We did. I, um, I just listened before we started today. I got myself updated. Cool. Okay. I'm going to push us on here. Strength comes from health. Who's going to start? Us, I'm saying. I think that speaks to me because it always seems like you need to, they kind of work together when I, when I read that in my own head. It's kind of like, you know, if you stay healthy. You're going to keep your strength, whether it be physically or emotionally, both ways. You know, you have to keep healthy emotionally, take time for yourself, maybe meditation like we've talked about. And physically, you know, trying to keep up your strength so that you stay for healthy, sure. which is, as we said, is important right now. But I think in, to me, it speaks to outside of karate and inside karate. So just in your life in general. Mm, it's true. And that strength and that health, that there is a change adaptation constantly in life. Don't you guys agree? Yes, of course. Things that you, you can do, you couldn't do. And things that you couldn't do, you can do. I think you just said the same thing twice in backwards order. That's hilarious. Which <laughs> brings me to the idea that I think good health comes from keeping a strong body. So I can invert that sentence. Right. I think so, right? too. And I, I think you, I agree you can with that. invert the sentences sometimes. Us. I totally agree with that. Let's move on to the next one, unless you've got something for me there, Paul. No, Sensei. I'm good. Speed comes from effort. I think it comes from muscle memory, Sensei. And I'm so glad you said that because this is where I get to tangent off and say each person needs to put words into this adage that makes sense to them, that make it work for them. Right. When Master Collegian would talk to me, I can't speak for everyone, about speed, he would say speed comes from stillness. Mm. And what he meant by that was a calm center. The more tension you have in your center, the more tension you have in your muscles, and the slower they are to act, especially in a situation that calls for a reaction. So you have that beat mm. in between the thing that happened and the action that you're going to take. And so when I think of speed... I think speed comes from calmness or stillness, which is completely different than what he said, than what Peter Irvin said. And I want to put the caveat in really quickly that this is in no way to be disrespectful to the memory of an incredible man, Peter Irvin. Oh, not at all. I think this is making his memory grow. 
And the only reason we haven't done a bio on Peter Urban yet is because I am waiting as patiently as a person could be waiting and shouting out as often as I can shout out. If you trained with him personally, would you please get in touch with me so that I can get some biographical information from someone who was there? Right. So Paul and I agree that we don't read that one inside our own heads exactly the same way Peter Urban. How about you, Sensi? I like this speed comes from effort when I think about how my natural way of doing kata is not fast. I'm not a a speedster when I do kata. That's a good example. But sometimes someone will say to me, could you just move? And in order to do that, I have to dig down and with effort, move. That's such a good one. And an MP Hawk kind of. Mm -hmm. When you're doing the first 20 moves, it's so fast. And kind of like what Paul said, that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Good so, one. I and you know what that. I thought of? Where effort's concerned and tell me what you guys think. I'm a huge fan of the speed bag. Oh, Ooh, yes. I great. love the speed bag. And the speed bag takes one thing, and that is effort. Oh. <laughs> and but so does the heavy bag, to be perfectly honest. Well, with the speed bag, you just have to have so much focus and just mm-hmm. like... It's the, constant. You it's, have It does not stop. And if you... Don't go back to it for a month. You can tell us. So we can apply it in the situation in in which it fits best. Us. How's that? Us. That's right. And none of them are wrong. Okay. The next one about technique. um, Why don't you read that one for me, Paul? Sensei, I thank you for asking me to do this one. This is me. Technique comes from experience. I think this speaks to me in a professional standpoint. Been in human resources for 25 years. It comes down to how you react to each situation. It's your technique, your stamp on how you do things. You could graduate with a doctorate in HR, but no one could prepare you from sitting across the table from someone that you're going to terminate and that experience that goes into handling that conversation. So glad you asked me to talk about this. I agree with that. Us. And I would say that um, one could say good technique comes from repetition. For sure. Wouldn't you agree with that even in your work example, Paul? Every day and twice on Sunday. And Sensei, if I may add, it's the preparation for that conversation and sitting down and saying to yourself, what is needed in this technique? And that comes from your experience instead of just jumping right into it. Because you know what I was thinking of it in terms of, and and tell me if what you guys think about this, in terms of using courtesy and Ah. how using it repetitively makes it muscle memorized as part of your innards, Ah. right? So when you go into a dojo, you you don't use the words, yeah, or huh, Huh. and things like that. And you say us, and you say please and thank you, and you say, Hmm. excuse me, just simple courtesies, and that repetition of that makes it a part of your of who you are, just that right. repetition. Us, us. Repetition and that experience and that growth of technique can be done inward as well as For actual sure. physical technique. Definitely. For sure. We're going to push on. And I wonder, Landon, if you want to read the willpower. Sure. Willpower comes from faith. And I think that faith can also mean trusting yourself. Good. Having faith in yourself. So if you know that you're practiced in this place, you will feel more powerful. You will feel more, not in control, but more, have more understanding of the situation, I think I should say. And I also think that the willpower is like your drive to continue on. 
I think that that's definitely something that comes with the trust in yourself. I love that. I agree with Landon in whether in karate also and also outside of karate, your willpower has to come from within too. And mm-hmm. that, if you have that belief in yourself, so I, I just wanted to piggyback on what Landon was saying that I agree with him. Yeah, but Sensei, can I ask you something? The willpower comes from faith. Can we attribute that to the chi? So Master Collegian always said that willpower was a function of chi. And that is what you're getting at, isn't it, Paul? Good minds think alike, right? So, <laughs> you, you just put yourself in heady company there, my man. <laughs> so when I think of this statement inside myself, I think not willpower comes from faith, but chi builds willpower. Mm. Now, if you are not clear on exactly what she is, you have got to start listening to some old issues because we talk about it 24 seven, but basically it is a power of belief in yourself, a determination and never say die spirit. So that's got to do it for right now, right? You got anything to add, Sensei Jackie? Well, also that willpower is the ability to tell yourself no and your patience. And not just yourself, no. It's your ability to say no. 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 No, whether that's to someone else, like when we're teaching a young child to yell the word no as their key eye when someone is coming towards them. Right. That's right. Us. So and I think that saying no is a hard thing to do. Not for everybody. But for me I, love, it is, yes. I should say. But I mm-hmm. love that you say that because that is the whole point of this podcast. Each person, as they hear these five or six things and they try to put them into their own being, well, they have to tweak it. It has to Us. be tweaked to fit your powers, your strengths, and what you're trying to build inside yourself. I got to do that for me. Us. And still do tweak things as I go. It's our own personal jigsaw puzzle, how it fits together, a Rubik's Mm -hmm. Cube. It's not the same fit for everyone. Agree. Pick it up for me, Sensor Jackie. It's serenity. Serenity comes from old knowledge. And that is just such a wonderful feeling. When you have old knowledge, sometimes they say wisdom comes from old knowledge or old knowledge builds wisdom, but serenity would just be the perfect place to be. And I think of it as confidence. Old knowledge builds confidence. Mm. That's how it, that's how it lives inside my head. Us. And I think it probably lives that way because that's probably the way Master Collegian said it in my memory. Us. Anything there, Paul? Yeah, actually, if I can. It's a street that you walk down already. It's knowing that street or that avenue not to go through again because you've already been there before and you know how it ends up. So when I heard her words come out, I immediately thought of what street that you've been on and what street that you choose not to go on. I love that visual. And it's like how a sensei is a person who has gone down the path before you. Good one. Woohoo. Landon pulls it together. Not only do I want you to add on to that one, Lisa, but take us through to the last one, okay? Sure. Um, I also think about it, too, just um, in parenting, too. We were just talking about how the kids don't listen, and we have that old knowledge. So, you know, things kind of seem, you know, we love <laughs> back to that. You know, that is so perfect. And we were the same to our parents, weren't we? Us, Sensei. Exactly. Maybe even a little worse in my case. <laughs> I have trouble picturing that just for the record. Me too. What you got? What's next, Lisa? Progress comes from new knowledge. So that's an interesting one because I think they kind of go with the one before because you're taking that old knowledge, whether you're in the dojo from your sensei and you're learning the new knowledge and progressing. I can take it in life 
with our jobs, any job where you're learning new things in your job or in school, you're learning new things and you're progressing. So whether it's in the dojo or in your life, that progress is going to come if you're accepting that new knowledge. Mm. And one of the things that the four of us can attest to that Landon really isn't in a position to know yet is that you should never quit learning. Exactly. Ah. My mom and I have talked about that. I have a love to learn. Right. It's just, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to just have a curiosity of life exactly. and just reach out and go for it. We all evolve. And as soon as we think we know something, something changes our way of thinking and we continuously evolve every day. And if you don't evolve, you run stagnant. Life is all about the evolution. Pushing on to steal the karate saying. Us. 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 Keep on keeping on. Okay. <laughs> okay. You got anything or are we going to push, Jack? I don't have anything right now. I have two things to say. One, you heard me say it before and I'm going to say it now. Instead of comes from, I use the word builds and I reverse it. So to me, I've always remembered new knowledge builds technique. Oh. That's how it lays huh. inside my head. New knowledge builds technique. And before I have Sensei Jackie read what she wrote down that she remembered, I want to say that I reached out to a half a dozen people to get their viewpoint on this. And Sensei Robert wrote me back and he wrote, old knowledge brings serenity Ah. and new knowledge brings progress. And I want to Hmm. thank you again for that one, Sensei Robert. And Sensei Jackie, read all five or or four or whatever it is of yours there. This is just your memory. This is just my memory. Technology builds new knowledge. Repetition builds old knowledge. Old knowledge builds confidence. Confidence builds willpower. Willpower is chi or ki or prana or the force in Star Wars. And I love that she was brave enough to read that on the air because knowledge that's passed down in a dojo is a little bit like the telephone game. (laughs) People remember what they remember and they take what they take. For every single person, it isn't the same. Uh. So I love that Peter Urban put this down in print. And I love that we can build on it and grow with it. But at the same time, I do want to say... Don't be afraid to build on it and grow with it as it fits into your own personal existence. Because all of these are positives. There's nothing about any of this that could hurt you. So it's like holistic medicine. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Or as they say, the hair of the dog. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) And it may actually hurt you. We don't know that for sure. All right, guys. I saved what I think is the best for last which is the sentence that he has at the top of these five maxims. And that is, a karate man in training is in karate. Mm. Now, if you took that literally, you would think of the person who walked in the dojo. But when I think of it, I think of the person who carries karate inside of them 24-7 for all of their life, and therefore the dojo goes with them where they go. Us. They are the dojo. That's what I think of it as. What about you guys? Start me out, Paul. Well, I don't think you need a gi to be a good karate man. I think if you practice the principles and are in touch with the fundamentals of what Goju has taught you, you're always living as a karate person. And whether you wear a gi, you get into the dojo, or you're outside the dojo, you still carry that when you walk and talk. Love it. Hmm. Pick it up, Landon. I have to agree with Paul saying that karate is in you. Karate is not a thing. It's a lifestyle or it's more, it's a way of life. So that's how I feel. Uh, Exactly. So as we were saying also that 
Paul and I, it's been a while since we've been physically in the dojo, but we still remember everything we learned from Sensei Michelle and Sensei Jackie and everyone that we came in contact with, all that knowledge. And it's just bringing all of these together in your daily life. It's just something that you just, I feel, carries you. And if you follow those principles, it does make you a more confident, a more aware person. It's just something that doesn't go away. Hmm. I think what fascinates me is that I was an adult when I started taking karate. And Landon was a child when he started taking karate. And yet those ideals of karate are in us both. Mm -hmm. I mean, his are uh, bound by his ways and mine by mine. But we are both still karate people. I like that. I do too. It's very true. I totally agree with that. And I'm going to finish it up by saying this. The sentence that I read was this. A karate man in training is in karate. Right. And I think I would like to tweak that by saying a person who is growing is in life. Oh. Ah. Yes. So I broadened it out a little bit to include everybody, not just the karate people who listen to this. Us. If you're pushing on in whatever way you can, then you're growing. And you know how I'm going to finish this one? I've got it. I'm going to do a podcast on adventure. Ooh. It's coming, guys. This is the first Landon and Jackie have heard that, so their ooh was real. (laughs) And I will shout out on Twitter and on email to ask some people to define adventure for me. But Master Collegian used to say to us, for one person, the act of getting out of bed is a tantamount adventure for the day. Hmm. And for another person, it's climbing Everest. Oh, wow. wow. And those, one of those people is not better than the other person. And that's what we're saying here, isn't it? It's exactly what we're saying here. There is no right or wrong to any of this sucks. What is your view of adventure? Get back to me on that one. I think that one's probably about three to four weeks away from recording. So you have a couple of minutes. Plus, if you write me about this, we'll read it as listener mail. Our second favorite thing to do. Us. We would love to hear from you. Oh, I rhymed it. (laughs) We're ending on a rhyme as opposed to a pun. Do you think if we're going on adventure, we should get some things from Honor Athletics? Ooh, she segued over to that ad for us. And when they go to checkout, you know they've got to say Wildcat Dojo at the end to A, give me credit, and B, get a 10% discount. That's true. And they are at honorathletics.com. And at 770-945-5150. So wasn't that an easy one today, guys? Awesome. Excellent. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Sensei. My pleasure. This time you start us out, Sensei Jackie. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Whoa, puberty. (laughs) Okay. I love that he just says it flat out. Your vocal cords just got him. (laughs) Okay. That was all for the air. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. And I'm signing out for now. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.